Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, Joel, let's kick it on the one black and we don't stop. Making records of people of code, checking and respect standing because it rocks. The sales won't stop. Those of the doctor, doctor, doctor. And I'm the diggy diggy doc, y'all. Pumping it, yes, y'all. DLC on the set, we'll be kicking fresh, y'all. Letting the bass keep going and flow with soul so I can play. Leaving the rest of DJ Dr. Dre. When I hear a bass drum, I gotta get dumbled some Think it's a fable and label me not able to come Cold correct, so I jet back to my room and invent something to compliment The boom of a kick, cause I want it all like in Monopoly The great old make not a mistake, make sure it's properly done Strictly for public satisfaction, so you're in all when I'm in action Cause overdue, from me to you, was a song strong Bumping the tension thump and Shiver, your peak level, and if you want it deeper, try y'all go get a shovel, yo. Shovel, yo. Pumping, your speakers rattle. This is all over the world, but without a satellite, the price I hype the mic, make it dumb. And Dre is the engineer, but on the drum. with another episode of Talking Schmidt, the podcast that we try to get to you every Tuesday. Today on the show is Dr. Z, Zared Bassett. Zared agreed to uh, do episode 160 with me, so here we go. Hey, I don't take these numbers lightly and I don't take them seriously, so make of that what you will, but I'm pretty hyped on 160 episodes, all free for you guys. Hope you've enjoyed them. We got 40 more till 200. So hit me with that DM, comment, Instagram, whatever you got to do to communicate and let me know who you would like to see that we have not done yet in the next 40 episodes. I got my own list, but I'd like to hear from y'all. Hey, food for thought this week. Is a beard a mustache? Whoa, that was heavy. Shop of the week. Break free in Oakland, California. <laughs> Dude, with a shirt with a fake Blackheart logo on it? Are you kidding me? Nope. Big ups to Rainy, Hungry, Aiden, and Julian over in Oakland with their new shop, Break Free. Go check it out. They're doing good things. Shout out. What's up, guys? This is Zara Bassett, and we're on Talking Schmidt. Holy cannoli. It's cool, like tonight is the night. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, big dogs in. Do we really want to be here? Oh, everything changed. We on? Schmitty? Talking Schmidt. Talking Schmidt, dude! <laughs> you gonna come out different. <laughs> shit my pants, lad. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. Holy shit. It's about the one. The one. The one. Who is this guy? He thinks he's tough shit. What's up? Come on, Schmitty. What the fuck? Tell the skateboard police to come get me. What is happening? I'm here for Greg Smith. Yeah! All right, everybody, we're back with another. This is episode 160, so I'm doing something wrong or right or whatever. But today we got Zared on the line in his car back east. What's up? What's going on? How we doing? We're doing good, man. We're, we're just fucking rolling. Weather's getting better. Saw an eclipse last night. Things are all right. Nice. It was a blood moon. Yeah. Is that, is that real? Yeah, I was, trying to, I was trying to see it, but it was all foggy here. I'm yeah, it was up. It was a little foggy here, too. It was funny because we walked out to the pier and there was these ladies out there with uh, tripods taking photos and stuff. And everyone's yeah. like, I can't see it. And they're like, of course, it's an eclipse. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so what, what, you're back in Massachusetts? Yeah, I've been here for a little bit, um, hanging with the fam and chilling out. Yeah. Are, so are you living there or just visiting? Um, kind of living kind of in between places right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What's, uh, what's your coffee situation? Are you a coffee guy? Yeah. Um, since I've been around here, it's Dunkin' Donuts, large black ice coffee, turbo shot. Holy cannoli. <laughs> nice. Usually gets me to about 1030. And then, um, if I go further than that, I'm usually pretty zinged up and I, yeah, crash kind of early. So I try to have one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been doing a medium in the morning and then around three, I get that like almost naps sensation and I battle. I can't have a coffee again, but sometimes I do something that it just depends. Dude, it's crazy. The last, or maybe I just noticed it, but if I have a coffee in the afternoon, it makes me tired. I start yawning and it makes me tired. That's what happened to me. Like I literally can <laughs> drink a coffee at 10 o'clock at night and go to bed at 1030. I've never okay. was able to do that before. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's in getting older <laughs> or what, but yeah, I, I keep I keep trying too. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be good, and just every time, start yeah. yawning. Like, all right. <laughs> uh, last time, I don't. Uh, was it the last time I saw you? Was doing the episode with Jake? You you had the last Thrasher radio with Jake. Yeah, that's the last time I've seen you. Yeah. Okay. The Silas contest was before that. I know I saw you at that too, but I'm, yeah, I, my memory is bad. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, the um, contest was before. Yep. Okay. Um, I was trying to uh, figure this out. I did a little searching on the internet, and I was like, "You were was one of your first sponsors with 16, right?" Yep. But I couldn't figure out who the squad was when you were on there. Were you on there with Brockman and Spanky and them? Yeah, uh, I was on, that was like my first trip. Um, first time to California was um, Spanky. Shout out. Devin Brankovich. Um, little kid Topher. Topher. Um, just in case. I, I don't know if he was on that trip, but he was on the team. Um, Jeremy Holmes, Jimmy Astleford. Shout out. Oh, yeah, Astleford. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Rodney Johnson was the TM. Um who else was on that trip? I think that might have been it. Yeah. What was the scenario when you look back at that squad and that that team and and the you know the company and everything? Do you look at it like what was it? Was it a novelty company or was it like should it have just kept going? Um, I wouldn't say it was a novelty company, but I just think there was a lot less younger skaters then, so there was kind of more of a place for it, maybe. Right. Because um, there wasn't many younger kids. Like there was, you know, like Shorty, like Brendan Turner and Sammy Baptista. But there wasn't too many. I feel I feel like at that time. No, you're right. Um, so it kind of seems like it maybe fit a little better back then. Now it's just like. Now it would be like 5,000 kids. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to make a couple more teams. Up. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I was like, man, that's perfect for like you know once you're 17 you're kicked off and you just know it you know what i mean yep. <laughs> like <laughs> yep. i remember like turning 
15 and I was like, oh man, this isn't good. Like <laughs> <laughs> you start studying out more sponsor. It's like second round yeah, I'm like researching. I'm like, where am I going to go? <laughs> oh, man. When did you move from um, to the big city from um, you grew up in mass, right? Yep. I grew up in Cape Cod. Um, I started going to Boston when I was like around 14 or so. And then I believe I got on zoo when I was like 15. So I started going and I'd stay in New York when I was around 15 or so. And then um, I believe like when I was 18, I got my first apartment is when I officially like moved to New York. Um, but I was staying there before that years before that, you know, on and off. Um, but yeah. First apartment was when I was 18. How did you get, how did you go from 16 to uh, zoo? How did you get on zoo? Um, after 16, Rodney started working for world industries. And I remember, um, we were at Tampa Am maybe, and he was talking to Spanky and cause I think he did Billabong as well. And, um, he was like, I don't know, do you want to get boards from world? Like, I think Spanky's going to, or some of the other guys are going to get boards from world. And I was like, yeah, for sure. Cause Rodney was super rad and just felt comfortable like with him. So I started getting some world boards at that time. Um, and then there was a skate park, Skaters Island in Rhode Island. Um, well, actually, before that, when I was in Boston a lot, I'd film with Brian Brown. We would skate a lot. And his brother, Doug Brown, um, was a filmer. So I was actually at that time staying with Steve Nardone. Um, and Doug lived with Steve Nardone. So he just started, we'd filmed a bunch of stuff. And then he had given it to Jeff Pang. And Brian was like trying to get me on zoo. So that's kind of how zoo came about was I mean, through uh, Doug Brown. Yeah. Right there. You just listed a bunch of fucking legends all in one sentence. <laughs> uh, I, I talked to um, Rod about um, doing this with me and he sent me this. He said, when we received a sponsor me tape from Zared, we couldn't believe he tossed in a crazy backflip rodeo flip type of trick, <laughs> which blew our minds, won us over right away as we not never saw any such thing coming our way blown away by everything he did on the board with style and ease for sure. We showed the zoo team and talked about the flip for a few weeks after hands, hands down natural ripper and cool ass kid to boot. Yeah. Rod, Rod. Yeah. Rod's the shit. He's got that little, uh, he's got some shine with uh Vallely right now. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Very cool. I'm hyped for him. Yeah. I've been talking to him. Pastor's kind of like put me in touch with him and like, we've been kind of doing the uh, text, like we're bros over text now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen Rodney in a little bit. Every time I see him, it's rad. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the magazine that used to be trans world, right? They had a, a rookie of the year with your name on it, bro. I need that. Yep. Yeah. What was the feeling like for that? Was that like kind of your biggest, like early on one of your first, like, had you won a contest or done anything or was that kind of like, holy fuck? Yeah, that was probably, yeah. I don't think I won any contests. Um, yeah, that was probably the first big thing. Yeah, for sure. You, yeah. Did you go to the awards? I don't think I did. No. <laughs> now receiving for Zared couldn't be here tonight. We're sending in Eli Reed. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I feel like I might've been traveling. Ah, I'm not positive. That was a long time ago. <laughs> right? Like, fuck. let's talk about some of the East coasters in your life. Like, uh, let's go with Robbie Gunjemi. Give me some, give me yeah. something that people need to know about Gunjemi. Um, Jimmy's awesome. He's like a mad scientist. Um, always ahead of his time in skating in my eyes. And uh, yeah, he's doing pop master now um, with the recycled fibers of the wood, um, making them into plies. But um, yeah, always just kind of like intimidated at first by Robbie and just he's a rad dude. I love Robbie. He was the first person I ever filmed that made it into a real video. No way. Yeah, he came out yeah. to the West Coast and he was skating the halls of Woodside. And I was there with Phil and Tim and a bunch of dudes. And he ollied the length of the uh, the picnic table. And uh, oh. Bryce saw that I filmed it. He's like, hey, can I get that? I was like, yeah. And then it, yeah. Went, it went into the, I think it was the second Thrasher video maybe ever made. Okay. 
Yeah. So, so me yeah. and Jemmy have that spark. <laughs> yeah, I love Robbie, man. He's a good dude. What about Steve R? Um, I actually went on a fibro trip because I was really good friends with Anthony Shetler. <sighs> and this is before I was in New York. And I think it was like Shetler, myself, and Nick Dompierre. Shout out. And it was the winter time. And I think Mark Nardelli was with us in the car. And we get to the shop and we were just like kind of talking shit the whole ride. Like, oh, if this, if this demo's outside, like we had this thing, we, uh, UDC crew, upper decker crew, or shit in the top of toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, we're going to, if we go and it's like snowing out, we're outside, we're going to shit in the top of the toilet. So we all like upper deck this place. The dude ended up catching me, made me like clean the thing out. A little off topic, but um, I'd see Steve a lot more in, uh, in New York after that. And um, Steve's awesome. Like, definitely like a you know new york centerpiece he does so much for the city and the skate scene and just an all-around rad guy in some eras he was kind of the mayor a little bit for the skateboarding community right yeah yeah i feel like he kind of still has his hands in there and still doing some cool shit yeah i remember when maloof was doing those contests and stuff i i would hang out with him and uh dan pencil and and uh they kind of showed me like the city and stuff. That was those were my early uh, times to the New York. It was pretty cool hanging out and like figuring out how to get from Brooklyn to Queens and just like yeah. all that different shit. So yeah, those guys are rad. Good guys. And now another first impression with Mr. Dan Pencil. My first impression of Zared, it was late 90s early 2000s we used to go up to rhode island on fibro trips and go to skater island and you go to the skater island you know you expect to see donnie there ripping and big tim and sloppy sam everybody just barging and then there's this little grommet pumping around the bowl doing face high frontside airs and your mind's blown. He's doing this on like a World Industries or 16, like I forget what kind of board it was, but just seeing this little kid flying around doing all this gnarly tranny shit and then going over to the street course and just crushing it. And we'd go back every year and every year the kid is just stepping it up and getting better and better. And we just talked about it. Like all the fibro guys were like, dude, that kid is going to be something special. And sure enough, moves to New York and blows the hell up going from the little grommet at Skater Island. And I'd say you wouldn't really expect it, except look who else is from up there. You got Donnie, you got Westgate, Don Pierre, Trembley. I mean, Judd Hertzler, like the list goes on and it's just bruisers they're all just awesome and it must be something in the water up there man i don't know eli the list goes on and as solid as z is on the skateboard he is just as legit off he seriously has a heart of gold and would do anything for his homies and i couldn't be more proud and stoked for how his career has turned out i mean couldn't happen to a better guy and he's seriously just as legit as they come man zared love you buddy super proud of you keep doing what you're doing hey i'm down to your local shop ask nerdwizard skateboards or visit nerdwizard.com Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. So when you got on Zoo, what was the vibe? Were you just instantly into filming a part or was there like, what was the vibe? No, I kind of like weaseled my way on my first trip. Um, 
there was like a zoo demo um, at Eight Ball Skate Park, which is in Mass. And um, I remember just being like, fuck, they're going to be there. Like, I got to get on this trip. <laughs> so I remember like hitting up Jeff, like, dude, I'm coming on this trip. And he was kind of like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if you want to hang with these dudes. They're kind of like a little rugged and da 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 da. So I just like showed up with my bag and like jumped in the van. <laughs> that was like, yeah, my first trip. Like, Where did you guys go? Um, just along the East Coast. I don't fully remember everywhere, but just you know, like we were right outside Boston. Did Boston? Um, I want to say Philly. Um, I honestly don't remember. Like, yeah. DC, kind of the normal, you know, East Coast route. You do you think like going on that trip, like you must have held your own okay, and then that got you in with the crew? Yeah, I think it definitely helped out. Um, I was definitely holding my own and hanging with them, and yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what kids need to know is like you might be the best skater, but if you can't mesh in the van, you're pretty much cut, right? It's like if, yeah. if you're annoying everyone on the team, it doesn't matter about nobody. Nobody <laughs> wants to be in the van with you. <laughs> yeah, that's important. Uh, For sure. Well, you got like a fond memory of Harold? Um. Yeah. I mean, shit. I was hanging with Harold a lot. Like, um, I mean, we traveled all over the world. Uh. I think just being in New York with him, skating through the city and like everybody, just all different types of people, like kind of recognizing him. And I remember actually one of the, not one of the first times, but just one of the most memorable times. It was actually, I was driving from Cape Cod to go to the city and I'm on the phone with Jeff and I'm like, Hey, I'm like going to be there in like an hour and a half, whatever, whatever. And he's like, all right, well, Harold and, and Muska are waiting for you to go skate. And I'm just like, dude, wait, what? And, like, at the time, Muska was definitely, like, my favorite skater. So I get there, and it's Muska and Harold and RB's filming, and we just go on our way. I remember walking through Union Square, and it was just, like, Muska, Harold, like, people just, you know, from every direction. And I'm just, like, one of my first few times in the city kind of just, like, tripping out, like, this is fucking insane. Like, I... I think like Harold was great. He'd always like introduce me to everybody. He's such, he was such a, you know, he just wanted, he was like such a kind soul. He was like a really amazing, amazing guy. Yeah. I'll never forget the time at the uh, ASR where they were doing the longest uh, ramp to ramp and he went <laughs> for it and just went into the ramp. Well, his story about that, I've heard it so many times. Like he was <laughs> like, he's like, you know, I, I seen all the other, all the other legends up on the ramp, like doing it. So he's like, I'm a legend. I had to get up there guys. And he's like, I'm, I'm rolling down the ramp and I'm getting closer and closer. And he's like, dude, I felt like I was on mushrooms. Like the gap kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The closer I got. <laughs> so sick. So how did, sick. How did the movie affect him? How was Harold uh, pre kids versus Harold post kids? That was like well before my time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you met him after. I met him, yeah, after years after, yeah. Because I was, when did that come out? I was like late 90s, right? I I thought it was maybe 98. I'm not sure. I, yeah, late yeah. 90s. I think so. That was like, I think I started coming to the city like a, like a few years after that. Yeah. Okay. I definitely would hear like, like he'd be hitting on chicks and he's like, yo, you seen that movie Kids? And you kind of like <laughs> try to get in there. And I, it was definitely fresh, like kind of. Right before I got it in the mix. <laughs> oh man, who were like your early influences that, like, as a kid before you got it going, that you had on your wall? Like, were you looking up to local, um, like the like the Donnie Barleys of the world? Or at first, I was like very disconnected from like skate mags and like everything. Like Chatham, where I grew up in Cape Cod, is like a small fishing town, so it was like to get a magazine. Like there's a boarding house skate shop, but at that time I didn't even really know about it. So basically I think my first magazine was Heckler magazine, huh. which was like surf, snow and skate. Yeah, and I got it at the, yeah. I got it at the post office and there was a Mike Lally interview. And I remember seeing him like a sequence of him, like dropping in off the roof and like doing some bonelesses. And I could just kind of relate to the things he was skating. So he was definitely like my first inspiration, like started doing bonelesses and like rolling off of roofs and 
stuff like that. And then um, Tim Brosh, I remember really being into him mm-hmm. through C411s. Um, Cause I was mostly at the time skating like skate parks. Like there was like one or two local skate parks in my town. So that was kind of all I had. Um, and then my good friend um, Lou, Lurker Lou lived a few towns from me and he came to my lo- the local park I skated and he was like all into street skating. So like we started hanging out a lot. He put me on to like skate videos and skate mags and that whole side that I didn't even had no idea about at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck. Did you ever yeah. fish? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you so you grew up like kind of fishing there. What what do you catch out there? Uh, I mean, I grew up on a little pond. I'd go fishing in the pond. There's like perch, sunfish, catfish, pickerel, and then fishing like in the ocean. Uh, my father's like a fisherman. We go lobstering. I dig. Ooh. I'd make digging clams, digging cohogs, striped bass, uh, dogfish, um, all sorts of shit. Everything. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who's, who's got the best chowder out there? Mass, Maine. Oh, oh man, I might get in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's got their own kind of shit going. There's different, you know, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite spot. Probably my father's homemade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have a favorite spot. Cause I I don't really go out and eat it at restaurants here. It's kind of like more, my father will come home with like some fresh fish. His buddy got him or he got or lobsters or so it's kind of like we're eating at home. It's not really like, you know, Hmm. We do a Chapino every year in the Christmas holidays that they got the oldest restaurant in San Francisco. I think it's the oldest restaurant in California. And me and my wife go there like either New Year's or Christmas Eve or something. And we do the yeah. Chapino with all we got the bib on and the garlic bread. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah but yeah. I've I never been to fucking like Maine and uh, Rhode Island. So I got to get back there. I want to try the seafood yeah. all along there. Cause I got like Drahobel and and Welsh up in Maine telling me like that's the shit. But then you got the Cape Cod mass people. Everybody, everybody's thinks the shit. (laughs) Well, I know it ain't, it ain't the New York one. It ain't the red one. Like I like the white one for sure. Creamy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, If you ever area, let me know, dude, we'll go fishing and, I would love that. Yeah, well, I'm actually I've been talking to Pencil and we might try to go back there like August, September and like catch a game in Philly and then like yep. cruise around the zone. But it's like kind of a dream right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But uh, yeah, we'll see. What was the first time you met Westgate? I think I met Westgate when he was super young at a skate park. I don't even think the skate park's there anymore, but it was like in his town, I believe, in Wellfleet. Wellfleet? No, Wareham. And um, yeah, I don't think he skated for anybody yet. He was just super small. And then I remember seeing him a year or two later and he had already grown a bunch. And that was at this skate park, Skaters Island in Rhode Island. Um, and he was just ripping. And then I'd see him in the city, like Fibro kind of took him, you know, took him under their wing and I'd see him in the city. Okay. Dude, I'm sure you've seen some shit with that kid, though, huh? Some big, big snappers. Yeah, yeah, big snap. <laughs> yeah, he traveled a bunch when he was on Zoo. That was like really cool. Yeah, who would you room with back then? Oh man, there were so many different eras of Zoo. Um, okay, yeah, so, you know, so it was like a, a, a crapshoot. It was random dudes. Did you ever room with Welsh in that era? Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Okay. That'd be yeah. fun. Rob's always yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I got to ask what's going on with Eli Reed. I, I see this Instagram Eli Reed version. Do we know what's going on with him? Is he okay? He's living his life, man. He's, he is like the best he's ever been. Really? I talk the time. Yeah, he's good, is man. He he's in Jamaica. Where is he? He was living in Kingston, Jamaica. He was just in LA and I think he's back in Kingston right now. Yeah. I see these choreographed dances going on. Like, I just love it. It puts a smile on my face. Man. Yeah, he's into it. Yeah, he's hyped and I'm hyped for him. He's doing his thing, living his life and not giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's still skating. Yeah, yeah, he skates. Okay. Yeah. What led you to Expedition? Um, That was um Joey Pepper. Shout um, out. When he was living in Brooklyn, we lived close to each other. 
and I didn't have a sponsor for oh, like almost a year. I want to say after zoo, um, I did a little, um, like guest board for UXA with Peter Hun. Um, and he kept kind of asking me like, dude, like ski for expedition, you know? And I was kind of like, ah, I don't know. Like I want the next thing. Like it, it didn't really make sense to me at first. Um, and then, you know, Welsh got more involved behind the scenes and it was kind of like, it was all East coast. It was like Welsh, Joey Alon. Pepper, Alon, and then Matt Miller, who was on zoo, previously who I had traveled with a bunch. So I got really close with Matt Miller and um, yeah, it kind of got to the point where it just really made sense. And um, yeah. So through Joey and Welsh. Okay. Joey's the shit. I feel like Joey's like yeah. such an underrated, like human being, but skater for sure. Definitely. Yeah. He's one of my top faves for sure. Spent yeah. a lot of time. Oh yeah. When I first met Rob, he was skating with, uh, with Joey and uh, Johnny Gay. Okay. And uh, I think, was well, that probably maybe a step? I forget. It was a while, you know, right after uh, the the Mad Circle days, I think. And uh, yeah, I've, so I've known them pretty long. I know. I got to get, I, I miss that dude. We actually were texting through Instagram the other day. I was like, fuck, I got to get out there. I think the last time I seen him was like the Grotto Lotto contest. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Maybe me too. I think that was the last time I was in Portland, actually. Sadly, I'm trying to get up there this year, though. The San Francisco moved to Portland. We got everybody up there now. Out there now. Joe Brooke, <laughs> Joe Brooke Bryce, Mickey, Cairo, Scott Johnston. Like the oh, list goes wow. on forever. It's like oh, I, I, went to a, I went to a bar one night and I was like, this is like Delirium 95. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, awesome. What about the Hubba era? We had Hubba wheels for a minute. Did you get you got an ad, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't add. Um, Those ads were crazy. Well, there was a calendar, the whole deal. I remember going with Braden to the bar to shoot a, a photo one time. I was just like, whoa, this is insane. Yeah, we did a trip. Um, I think John Marion shot it through like Virginia and stuff. We did oh. a trip, and I remember cover like the article. Um, the article like spread was like at the time I had an Escalade. Cause Muska was my favorite skater. So I had to get an Escalade. <laughs> Remember these chicks are like on the hood of my car, like all oiled up with like belly, like, I don't know, just jewelry and shit. I'm like, yo, you're scratching my car. Like get off the, like freaking out. But yeah, how about was wild? Dude, so yeah. wild. I don't know if that would fly these days. It'd be a lot. So yeah. it's getting a little crazier. Provoking the stove. When did you get on cons? Fuck, I feel like, it's got to be close to 10 years now. You know, you dance with the person that brought you. Yeah. You, were, you were at the death matches and stuff like in those era, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, that was like, I feel like that was 2010, maybe. I want to say that was around right when I got on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember like you, Remillard and uh, Kenny. Uh, yeah, each year cons would be there though. Those things were fucking fun. We saw some sick bands, man. Those Is are wild. Yeah, news. They still was doing them, right? They not I don't, maybe eight. not right now with COVID, but they did do one in New York, and then I think they were planning to do one like in Arizona or Texas or somewhere. Okay, okay. Trying to take it on the road, but like you know, with all the craziness i don't think they're doing like events right now just trying to yeah. keep it chill until it's for sure a little yeah. less of a spreader idea um, yeah so let's talk about alzheimer's what do we need to know about the alzheimer's experience uh what do you want to know um just great great times um did, did they had... come at you or were you looking for something new like how did you get involved um yeah, they reached out. Um, I've known one of the owners, um, Price, for years prior, um, and he kind of brought it up to me. And I remember, you know, kind of like thinking on it for a little bit and then uh, met some of the guys that came into town and was hanging with them. And I was like, oh, these these dudes are rad. Um, yeah, it was just a good switch. I feel like Zoo was like really kind of serious marketing and just the whole thing felt like kind of really serious and then expedition and like it's kind of just like i need some something new and refreshing and 
yeah, it made sense and hyped on it. Yeah. It seems like uh, more emphasis on fun, right? Like they like to goof around and have a good time. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like when you used to go skate, you know, with your, with your homies and it's, you're not, it's not supposed to be serious. You know, obviously it's gotta be a little serious, but yeah, it's a good time. And you got Alexis. Yep. Yep. She's like, Alexis is down. She's she's one of the best. Yeah. Literally. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. She's great. Have you traveled with her at all much? Yeah, we've been on a few trips. Yeah. Okay. I'm wondering, like, post Olympics, if like it's been that weird thing where you get stopped at gas stations more. You know, all, oh, there. You know that yeah, kind of thing. I haven't. I haven't traveled with her since. Um, she's so busy. She has so much stuff going on. It's like so. <laughs> I bet <laughs> it's really cool. Huh? What's where have you guys gone on a trip? What's been one of the funner ones? Um, I mean, shit, they're all fun. Um. Last trip, we did Chicago. Yeah. Actually, we just went on one from me and the TM drove from New York to Na- uh, Nashville. And then we did, I'm going to jumble this all up. Nashville to Memphis. Say Alabama. 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 Atlanta, uh, Virginia. Virginia. I don't remember, but <laughs> I mean, they're all, they're all great trips. It's fun. Good, you know, good vibes. Right. Yeah. Are you guys working on a video? Yeah, we are actually. What's the, what's the mindset for you on that? Like these days with like Instagram <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, are you trying to put stuff out on Instagram? Or are you not caring about that? And you'd rather have a full part. Or are you trying to be on both sides of the equation? Like, oh. where are you at with that? I, I wish I thought more about it. I kind of just <laughs> rip um, something I put on Instagram. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should have saved that. And then <laughs> kind of just, I'm not, I'm not that good at planning and I kind of just let it, let it fly. Um, mm. And then it kind of seems like, um, like with Instagram, it's like you f- bring out the camera. It's got to be like really good to film it. And then I don't know. I, I try not to overthink I just, I just let it rip. I don't know. The homies are there and trying something. They got a phone. I'll film it. You know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I was tripping on it personally myself the other day. Uh, I was out just skating and then dude starts kind of ripping. And I'm like, I had my backpack with me because we were going to film. And I was like, is it an insult if I just pull out the phone? Yeah, it's like, a weird thing, do, do you have to monitor what level yeah. the guy's at like right. and then does he not try as if i pull the phone out or does he want the phone some people want the instagram more than the camera so i'm just that's like, the thing I've, yeah. I've had the camera on a couple times i'm like oh, just grab the phone just grab the phone <laughs> you know hit the pay phone what up i don't know whatever yeah. just skating it's <laughs> it's so crazy like uh we're all trying to evolve with the times, I guess. Oh, what's the gnarliest? What's the gnarliest trip you've been on with Red Bull? Have they taken you to like Dubai or somewhere? Like live five star life? Have you done like a real gnarly uh-huh. one? I had a cool one in I want to say South Korea. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but my brain is pretty shot. You and travel. Shaq drinking Dom Perignon or what? It was actually me and Beeble. Beeble was on for a little bit, and I remember. It was one of his first trips, I think. We were staying at this really nice hotel, like going up to the top floor, getting like two hundred dollar bottles of wine, <laughs> and we're going down and playing like virtual golf. Oh man! I mean, definitely went on a bunch of epic trips for sure. Yeah, I, I've I've probably said this before, but uh, me and Malto went to the Cayman Island on I think he was on Gatorade at that time. Yeah, and they would just put the card down wherever we went. So they would just be like, oh, you want to go jet skiing? The card's down. However long you want to go. Oh, you want to go to the bar? However many drinks you want. Like you want di- like there was just a card down and it was crazy. Like we had the best time ever. So sick. Yeah. I was like that trip anytime. <laughs> so sick. Yeah. This is probably a tough one, but do you have something? It could. It might not be the number one, but like something that sticks out as one of the best things you've seen on a skateboard that you were there for? Oh, man. Thinking about thinking is really hard. person that comes to my mind is Milton. Like, 
going on Converse trips, like just, oh. I feel like watching him do crazy stuff. I'd like, I expect it, but it still just blows my mind. Like I expect the gnarly crazy shit. And then it still just blows my mind every time. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say Milton. I don't even have a specific trick. Just, just Milton. going for it. <laughs> Milton. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Is cons doing anything or are they, you just going on trips? They're not working on another uh, video. Are they? I don't, and they're always working on something. I'm not sure. Like, I don't think full length or anything like that. I'm really not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. Uh, talking to Coltard pretty regularly for a while. Um, he's gotten really into like uh, snorkeling and bike riding and getting all fit. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I didn't see him for a while. I was like, damn, John. Yeah, man. It's so rad. Love that guy like a brother. I'd give him a kidney if needed. What's the summer going to hold for you? Um, it's a good question. Um, probably be hitting New York, hitting Boston, um, go on some trips, a little Cape Cod beach fishing yeah i don't know trying to is traveling yeah, still kind of like not full bore for you like are people still hesitant to like fund your trips like i know people uh, didn't want to fund the trips for a while especially like the shoe companies like uh yeah. thrasher was the same way but uh is that changing um i don't know it's kind of been more local stuff now that you mention it you know but hopefully soon have you been on a plane for the COVID era? I have, yeah. I've been it's, on a couple. It's kind of a trip, huh? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first first time we went, I was like, just, re, you know, you, you see the news and stuff. I was like, there's going to be a fight on my plane. I know it. <laughs> That's what's like built into everybody's head, too. So everybody's like on edge. Like, like, people are tense. Yeah, it was really crazy. We're like, people are always tense to fly, but this was even through the exactly. roof extra media is pumping it social media you see everything everybody's just all over i don't know it's yeah a lot, a lot. Huh. are you who, who are you skating with back there you got is anybody around um yeah i mean i've been going to boston a little bit um i haven't gone actually in a couple a couple weeks um i do t-sabs out there um brian reed lives around here hmm. skating with some local buddies uh they used to be at the boarding house some of my friends from back in the day my boy Lou's out here from time to time oh okay uh, yeah kind of just hitting the park going to boston then i was in new york a little uh, a few weeks ago kind of just jumping around okay yeah what are you doing with your downtime like you must be good at being indoors being back east is like with the snow and everything you like get into yeah. netflix or anything or what not really i kind of i got my bike i got a bike i go ride my bike, do some art stuff uh, to try to stay, stay busy and healthy. You were doing like, what were you doing? Like you were doing time lapses or something. There was something you, I remember like a, a while back you were doing a bunch of, wasn't it time lapses maybe? Um, like stop motion stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was doing the paper skaters, which I'm still doing it. I haven't done it in a little while, but like shooting photos printing them out, we pasting them up. And then I was doing like shooting sequences and making like a backdrop and then doing stop motion stuff with it. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's, that's time consuming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I try to, yeah. Not really on the Netflix. I try to just watch, like learn different shit that I'm into. Just Google some stuff, watch some YouTube videos. You just influence somebody. Go down that hole. Yeah. yeah, me and the wife did documentary city. Like we hit like ninety nine in the first year of the the COVID. <laughs> we were just yeah. cranking them out. It was pretty, there some sick ones though. It was kind of neat. Where can you see any of that stuff you've made? Um, yeah, I have a Instagram paper underscore skaters. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on there. I gotta get on. I haven't posted something in a cut in like two years. I feel like, and then it's like once you don't post for a while, it's hard to like initial like do that initial post after not having it for so long that's another one like same thing yeah. as like the, which camera do i pull out it's when i pull instagram out i'm like which one do i post in do i do a post or a story or a reel like <laughs> like just get it out there i my wife's always like you're really sounding your age right now <laughs> the what other the night i was like what's a reel what's the difference yeah. between a reel and a video i don't get this 
I'm still just posting normal <laughs> posts. Skateboards cheap play. You know about Buzinitz's Instagram? No. You're going to be hyped. He's got an Instagram where he goes around and he like takes photos of a spot and then he like does the measurements of like he like basically like he'll go to like China banks and like measure the bench. I forget what the, I'll look it up and I'll text it to you. But he has like a separate Instagram for these like okay. spots where it's like he's doing the math and all this shit is pretty okay. interesting. Yeah. Asians <laughs> popping. Yeah, I got to check it out. The name is Spot Specs. Well, dude, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Um, you got to yeah. drive back. No, I'm hanging. Um, I'll be here for a little bit. We always end the thing with a with a song. What should we um, put on there? Oh man, I'm like so bad at music. I could listen to anything. I'm not like I need to get back into music. Um, shit, I'll let you pick. Well, I was gonna actually. This brings up one more thing I forgot about. We're gonna end it with this song by Ronnie James Dio called "Holy Diver," and I want to know oh. how how that song w- got picked for your part. Matt Miller actually had that song, and he was like, "Dude, you should skate to this." I remember <laughs> listening to it, and like, I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, all right, yeah." And they kind of started editing, fucking around with it, and it just <laughs> it made. It- <laughs> when we hear that song in the car we just start fucking it's it takes over we're just like ah, holy diver. well yeah. hell yeah dude we'll put that yeah. on and thanks and I, I really hope to see you in real life i hope like all of us start, start spending more time with each other like not in a digital world but in reality well, it's good to see you digitally too Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, man. I appreciate you. Definitely, definitely. I appreciate you too, man. And if you're coming out this way, hit me up for sure. I definitely will. Evan Becker says hello. What up? (laughs) All right, dog. I'll talk to you soon. All right, cool. Take care. Thanks for having me. Good night.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at TalkingSchmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout-out. Love it! This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper. Keep the wheels greased.